This is a Dragon Blazer production. To another episode of Drunk Like Me, a Dead Like Me rewatch podcast. I'm your host, Stephen, and uh, we have, of course, Drunk Summer or Sober <laughs> Summer or Drinking Summer. Hi, Drinking Summer. <laughs> drinking Summer. That's correct. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, a couple things. First off, uh, let's just bring up the fact that it's been a little while since we recorded, about uh, a month or two. Um, yeah. That's because uh, life sucks. <laughs> yeah. Summer had to move, <laughs> so she was a little on the uh, busy side. Super so, busy. Not only did I have, huh? Not only did I have to move me, but I had to move my two best friends to Delaware. Oh, jeez. So, yes, so Summer decided that moving and finding a home was more important than doing this podcast. It's essentially what it feels like. Just a little. Oh, I just, I gotta have a house and a home. Okay. (laughs) You know. (laughs) I suppose that's important. A little bit. Just a bit. So, first things I want to talk about before we get into this episode... And uh, the episode we are going that we did watch was Reaper Madness, but we got an iTunes review. And I would like to just read that on air. <laughs> um, not surprising, but uh, somebody likes Drunk Summer. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> somebody, somebody. Uh, another thing I should bring up before I read this review, we got a new logo. Yes, we did. Yes, and I had my, boobs. My, my son, yes, he had boobs now. And <laughs> my son drew me a logo and you, us, a logo okay. for Drunk Like Me. And I really love it. It's way better than whatever I did many years ago. We don't need to talk <laughs> about that. Um, but, uh. Uh, many years ago, I say when this was, this is only like a year old, uh, a little over, right. a year, a little <laughs> over a year now. So we got a five star review. Hey. Uh, this was right after we recorded last. So this was recorded on July 29th, 2021. 
by a guy that I must just I must say that I like the name here, Who Day ninety eight. Oh, uh, clearly a Bengals fan, Who Day. Right. Uh, and it, Who Day ninety eight says this rewatch makes me want to watch the show. These guys are hilarious, and Drunk Summer is the girl of my dreams. Heart eye emoji face. Yes. <laughs> um, you are, are Hootay98, uh, girl of his dream. Only when well, you're drunk, though. You. When you're sober, oh, Summer, he's not about that life. <laughs> Thank you, Hootay98. Um, I appreciate it. I um, am, and unfortunately, the girl of a lot of people's dreams and some nightmares too. So, right, keep, right. keep, keep supporting the Bengals because that's the only one you're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've had dreams and nightmares about you, so I, I understand who they ninety eight. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Specifically, drunk summer too. <laughs> Good times. All right. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to talk about before we get into this episode? Um. Any quick rants before we rant? <laughs> I don't know. I've kind of like all I've been doing is working and taking care of the kids and moving. So, like, I don't really have time to find things to rant about. Oh, you always find things to rant about. You know, wait till we can. I know. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into episode seven of the first season of Dead Like Me. Uh, Reaping Madness. So the first scene we get is George talking about a war with her brain cells. <laughs> and is it the new mentor... To a girl named Fiona. Oh my god, Fiona. Fiona. I feel like Fiona is literally every person that I've ever had to train for a job. <laughs> you know, in <laughs> fairness to, uh, to I mean, do we want to talk about the entire Fiona situation or wait till we get I, further on? Um, I don't care. <laughs> All right. Well, this isn't a really big part of the thing. But George kind of dug her own grave when it comes to Fiona. Oh, yeah. Training her and just saying, you got to do this, but it literally means fucking nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> Which the we've all like, we Right. She's like, I, I seriously, every time I train someone, I tell them, this is what I do. This is how you're supposed to do it. Because well, she kind of did that. She showed her what right. to do properly, right. and then was like, eh, "But it doesn't mm-hmm. mean shit." And nobody ever checks this. Literally every job I've ever had. And then Fiona, or then George doesn't even really yell at her because she starts to get proud. It's like, yeah. I did this. This is right, and this then is she's my like, doing. Then she's going to steal the pens. And she's like, no, the good yeah. ones are on the top shelf. Like, the pens, the good ones are on top. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's me. For sure. <laughs> so right after we get her mentor situation, uh, George spies on Reggie. 
you know, watches yeah. Reggie and with her little toilet seat tree. <laughs> and how uh, has like the city not taken that down? You know what um, I mean? Like in I don't know in the real world. In the real world, world the city would have found that tree and been like, "This is a health code violation of some sort." You know? <laughs> I don't think <laughs> any of these toilet seats have been cleaned. <laughs> <laughs> There's still ass on there. That would be funny though, just to see her going around and cleaning all the toilet seats. Yeah, like right. that would well, be hilarious. Well, uh, the ideal situation is she cleaned them before putting them up there. Let's hope so. <laughs> let us <laughs> let us hope. Um, so that goes into something, but we'll get onto that later. Um, then we meet Ronnie. So, what are your uh, what are your thoughts on Ronnie? I loved Ronnie. Yeah. Like, I was really hoping to see more Ronnie. Well, we see a lot of him in this episode, but probably no more after this. Right. Like, I was hoping he was going to be able to stay around. Because I was, like, super stoked. Like, oh, it's not his time. I'm like, heck yeah, maybe he's going to be a new character, you know? But see, no. when I first... So when we get to the next part, which is... So, pretty much, Mason... um he reaps the window washer, and then before George reaps Ronnie, um, she gets a well. Rube calls and tells mm-hmm. her that we need you now, and tells right. her that it is a clerical error that yeah. Ronnie is not supposed to die yet. How do you Which, have a clerical error in death? Like, you're like, oh man, we just flip these numbers around. Like, how does that happen? Is that what near-death experiences are? Uh, like, people almost died and they're like, oh, Perhaps. Fuck, today's not the day. Right? Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I thought for sure that because of the clerical error, that this was going to be another episode of George being like, I just found a fucking loophole, and mm-hmm. I am going to try to exploit this. And yep, no, it is not. In fact, I feel like Rube was a little harsh on George. Yes. And maybe that's because we see things from her perspective. And we know for mm-hmm. a fact that, and I guess we should wait till we get into that. But she didn't do, I mean, I guess, well, she does let him into her house. So there's that. But, uh, you know. So, yeah, she she also drugs him, so, I mean, that's the, a little... <laughs> to help him sleep. Uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Right. Um, so, <laughs> then we get Ronnie uh, talking to his therapist, I would imagine. A psychologist. Mm-hmm. I believe it's... The psychologist or psychiatrist that prescribes pills? There's a difference. That's the difference between um, a psychologist and a psychiatrist. I have recently found out. I think the psychiatrist is the one that does pills. Okay, okay. So, talking to the psychiatrist, and Ronnie just watches a grapevine uh, climb up the window and then watches a window washer fall down to his death, and Ronnie's yep. like, huh, well, that fucking happened, whatever. <laughs> he did not give a fuck. Nope. <laughs> he was like, huh, well, that sucks for him. <laughs> right. He was just like, eh, knew it was going to happen. It's fine. Yeah. Saw the graveling, <laughs> saw the guy go up, and saw him go down. And he just sits yep. there like, huh, what if that was real or 
Maybe that's what it was. Maybe he didn't know it was real. Maybe that could be because he's schizophrenic, right? Yeah. Yeah. He had some kind of mental issues. Um, so then we got George as the role model, which we already kind of discussed. Uh, after that, we get uh, Joyce sucks at being the tooth fairy. <laughs> Just give him okay, a fucking quarter. <laughs> as and a maybe, mom, though, that huh? that would have broken my heart too. Though, as a mom, you know that I, I guess. Yeah, I agree. I that would break my heart as well. But you know, you could have put that message there with a quarter. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it doesn't... Five cents? I mean, she's a little kid. She'd be happy with any kind of round object that's money. (laughs) She said even candy. Or candy. She would have been happy with the Twizzler down there. I mean, put a Twizzler with your little note. And, you know, then... I'm sorry, but you're not doing a very good job as the Tooth Fairy, Joy. I'm just saying. I mean, I, I guess it's a cute gesture, but right. when you're talking to kids, yeah, kids that, are like, I want, want I want, yeah, candy, money, V bucks. <laughs> She's lucky she could read at that age. I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. She wasn't that young. <laughs> uh, but you know, they're kids. They're kids. Give them some candy or a quarter. I mean. I mean, I'm not are even you wearing a you princess keep... bride shirt? Not to interrupt, but yeah, are you I'm, wearing a princess bride shirt? I am. I'm wearing a oh, princess yeah. bride <laughs> with uh, Inigo Montoya, mm-hmm. Bezik, and uh, crap. What is Wallace Shawn's character's name? Inconceivable. I can't remember. Yeah, his I can't name. think of his name. That's that's the first thing that came to my mind. That was inconceivable. I mean, I, I clearly, obviously, this is Inigo Montoya. Killed my father. I love, I love Princess Bride. Me I was too. like, yeah, I'm going to wear that today. Heck yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Princess Bride. Woo! <laughs> Greatest Back love story trip. slash action film ever told. I don't know about that. <laughs> right? I don't know if I want to go that far, but it's, it's a great movie. I love that movie. It is a great it's movie. It's a fun movie. It's a fun movie. So, then we get uh, George... Well, not George as so much as Ronnie uh, trying to flirt and George not being good at flirting or recognizing flirting. This felt like me. <laughs> and I was going to say that. I, I was going to say that when we talked about it because I was like, it's just like watching you flirt with someone. <laughs> <laughs> that bad. How many times have you witnessed me flirting other than to you? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> just a few. Just a few. Sometimes I, I have outer body experiences, and I'm like, "Oh God, is he really saying this to me right now?" <laughs> oh, is that it? So you're just judging all the times that I have terribly. Okay, okay, fair, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. And then uh, we get uh, shovel killing. <laughs> uh, oh dude God. on a bike just getting whacked in the head with a shovel. Yeah, Cat number it, two. Uh, yeah, I want to go back to that part, though, because he tells George that the guy on the ladder is about to die. Like, he tells her, you know, I can see these things. That guy is going to die. Yeah, he says he can see death. However, what he sees is gravelings, and he doesn't understand. Yeah. 
but it's right. clear that so he I, can actually see him, which yeah. I think we so, kind of established that until this kid, I think either every other Reapers ignore the Gravelings, but I mm-hmm. think George is the only one that sees the Gravelings. Yeah, I think so too. At least the way they establish it on the show is it seems like she's the only one that pays attention to them. If anybody mm-hmm. else can see them, they're not indicating that they can't. Um, yeah, they knew what and it they might were. just be. Huh? Maybe it's just because she's new, too. It could and be. like that's she's still like getting used to these little demonic things crawling around people that are about to die. I mean, that's very possible. But yeah, it, it, I don't know. It, it, to, to me, because they knew what they were. Because Rube, I think, explains to her. I mean, he's the one that named them bravely. Right, but uh, but I, I feel like none of the other none of the other people have uh, even paid any attention to him, and mm-hmm. which leads me to believe she's the only one that can actually see them. Which I'm I can't remember, but I'm wondering if that comes up the fact that she's. Yeah, the I'm, only I'm curious. I'm, I can't remember if that's a plot point or not. It's been a long time since I've watched the show. I love the show, but it's been a while. Um. So, uh, anything else you want to talk about with the guy dying and their flirting ish? <laughs> um, no, I don't think so. So, did you support this relationship? I did, one hundred and ten percent. I was shipping it, despite the fact that this dude is straight up stalking her. <laughs> I mean, it's not even. I mean, I, I guess we can we can kind of forgive it a little bit because he's clearly got mental issues, but mm-hmm. there's no doubt about it. This dude stalks the shit out of George through the whole episode. I mean, there's no hidden... I mean, I guess one could consider it romantic, but he stalks her. He meets her gotta, at her house. You gotta love his dedication. Sure. <laughs> I wonder if most stalkers get that kind of, you know... I know that he keeps staring at me across the bushes, all across the way while I'm in the window changing my bra. But, you know, I just got to appreciate that man's dedication. I guess he doesn't I mean, go that creepy, but. Right. Like, I, I've appreciated some of my stalkers in the past. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> I, used to, I used to have this guy that, like, would come into IHOP. I think I told you about this. But every Friday night, he'd come into IHOP. And he'd leave me like a hundred dollar tip. And then he like memorized my schedule and he would come back when I was getting off and he would always bring me like flowers or chocolate. And this last time he came, he was like, I got off work like half an hour early and he came in and he lost his shit and he like ripped the flowers off the stems and threw them everywhere and like dumped all the chocolates all over the place. And it was crazy, but like I appreciated those hundred dollar tips and the dedication. Oh, I'm sure you like, did. <laughs> a lot easier to accept stalkers when they're giving a hundred dollars every time they come stalk. Yeah, like when he first brought me chocolate because we we talked about like what my favorite things were. Just you know, you know how I am with people. I'm just like, yeah, that's cool. When you're like serving, you talk. It's just right. So he um he brought me my favorite flowers multiple times 
And I'm not talking like just a dozen of them. There were like four dozen of these flowers. And I'm just like, okay. (laughs) So yeah, it was, it was crazy. And like, I should have seen that coming, but at the same time, like I appreciated that dedication because nobody else was buying me flowers and chocolate or giving me a hundred bucks every week. (laughs) I hope you're not giving a bunch of our listeners, uh, you know, ideas here. Like, hmm, like just give her a hundred (laughs) dollars. She doesn't mind the creepiness. I'll uh, post my cash app in the mess in the comments. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I suppose we should move on, maybe. <laughs> Probably. All right. So then we get a uh, Re- Reggie uh, checks out her uh, box that George leaves for, mm-hmm. and uh, I kind of loved this whole storyline. Me too. Um, she gets like a little, a bunch of notes and saying, you know, don't be afraid to do things and stuff like that. And, She's trying uh, to encourage her little sister. Yeah. Then we get um, Joy and uh, can't remember her husband's name. <laughs> the cheater. Talking the about, which, you know what sucks? This dude is a douche and a cheater. And and I, I don't want to give him a pass because of Joy's attitude. But he's he's definitely a lot more. He doesn't seem to be as involved, but he does care about what's best for Reggie. Yeah. Where where Joy is extremely strict, he at least you know, hey, you know what? She just lost her sister. Right. And I, I'd give him more of a pass with the whole cheating thing, uh, which I guess we haven't really hit that yet. But, I mean, it was definitely implied. Oh, yeah. In the first episode. But that that cheating situation happened before George died. So, you know, I, mm-hmm. I can't really give him a pass that he's, he's, he's trying to act out in his own way because of her death. He was already cheating. Yeah. Which, I mean, anyways. So, <laughs> then we get uh, Ronnie. Uh, showing up at George's house, George's door. Uh, George has a stalker. And then George <laughs> goes, uh-huh. I said he's full-blown, full-blown stalker. Full-blown stalker. And then, uh, I believe they teach you this in Stalker 101. Don't let your stalker into your house. And sit there on the couch with them watching shows. But no. Nope. That's what George they were, does. They, they were listening to music videos. Music videos. Not, I mean, sure. And then, uh, yeah, she goes on a date <laughs> with her uh, stalker. So, um, Those are some of the best dates, though. Like, just driving <laughs> in music with some creepy guy you just met. Hell yeah. <laughs> How do you think I got into my current relationship? Oh, uh, well. <laughs> Stalkers, you have a chance. Who <laughs> day 98? Who uh, day 98? We, we have one person that likes us and gives us a review. Let's not call him a stalker, okay? Let's not, let's not, let's not bash the, our one review. Like, I we get a review. Back up. Stalker. 
That's great. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. Anyway. So yeah, they they vibe and they they he talks a little bit more about death and she tries right. to kind of throw it away and be like, no, it's not a, not a big deal. Yeah. She's like, so, I can yeah. too, it's fine. Yeah, and then um and then she gets him some drugs. She's like, Well, I do know someone who probably has a lot of narcotics. Let me uh I love, let me just give him a call on the phone. I love the fact that he pulls up in this freaking freezer court bag of different pills. I love it. She knew and he was right there for her. I love Mason. He's one of the best kinds of friends to have. One with a lot of drugs. Okay. I feel like no, we're given the wrong message in this episode. Uh, it's cool to stalk. You gotta have a friend that has all the drugs. No, he's always there for her no matter what she needs. It's more what I was trying to imply. Not- say this. Oh, what's next? I just want a guy that kills for me, okay? Is that next? Is that the next thing lesson we're learning here, Drunk Summer? Depends on who's on the list, I guess. I can't. Oh, so then we get uh, George going to work. And at the Waffle House, and uh, the stalker is there. I mean, yeah. really stalking the shit out of her. Yeah, he's not smooth at stalking at all. No. He's just no, like he's staring. staring right at him, where George didn't even notice him, and everybody else is like, so does anybody know this guy? Because he is right. not hiding the fact that he is. No, not at all. And then Rube talks to her as his him. Rube talks oh to my him gosh. as George's doctor. <laughs> yeah. Which oh my I gosh, thought that I was a clever way to go with that. Yeah, but that like reminded me of like teenage summer when my grandpa found out that I had my first boyfriend and he like found this kid and was like, listen. <laughs> and he basically like told him that I was nothing but trouble and he should want nothing to do with me. I was like, yeah. So good, good, like PTSD moment there. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, when Rube first talked to her about the whole thing, because he really blames her for the, uh, I think we kind of skipped that. We kind of talked about it earlier, but when she, he stalks her at the park, which I don't know if he was stalking her or I wasn't entirely sure if he knew she was there and that's why he was at the park or if he was at the park right. and just happened to be in the same place as her. Nope. I don't know. I don't know. It, it could go either way. He mm-hmm. definitely stalks her later, but I don't know. I don't know if it's explicit that he stalked her at the park. Right. But yeah. <laughs> Rube keeps that was coming. an accidental stalking. Accidental stalking. <laughs> I, I just think that's what started the stalking. Maybe. 
But yeah, Rube's eating candy and telling her that she's sloppy. And I don't, I, at least in that aspect, I did not think that she was sloppy. I don't think Me neither. And I think he just assumed that she told him about the like gremlins or whatever. Yeah, no, I, and I think he's trying to say, well, you shouldn't be somewhere where there's a, was a person that just saw you before in another area. Uh, it's what he's saying was sloppy, but I don't think she re- realized he was there. And then she was just kind of off her game because she's not used to being flirted with. And, right. and she still did her job. She managed to get that soul right before he got whacked in the head with a shovel. Mm-hmm. And the dude was on a bike. The dude so, was like- on a bike. She had to be, like, on her game, on her game. Thank God the dude was Asian because she was, like, she couldn't figure out who the person was. And luckily this dude, on this Asian dude on a bike with a very Asian name comes riding by. It's like, well, it's got to be this one. Hopefully there's no other Asians around here. What if it would have just been an American that married an Asian and had an Asian last name? It was a woman who just happened to be married to it. That would suck. Man, reaping's got to be hard as fuck. <laughs> yeah, they just give you a post-it note. They need to give you, like, a whole detailed bio. Right? <laughs> a little bit of a description, maybe? Right. A picture would be lovely. For sure. I'm not always good at recognizing someone from a picture, but it's still a hell of a lot better than... First initial last, last name. name. <laughs> then you gotta have to have awkward con- conversation shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so after <laughs> George's stalker stalks her, and Rube talks to her, and I think Rube was a little softer this time. I think Rube started mm-hmm. realizing, okay, this guy is the stalker. She didn't. She can only do so much. I think he finally right. realized that. Um. Reggie gets to ride a horse Mm -hmm. that she does not like, we find out. Mm -hmm. Um, Then we get Daisy talking to George afterwards, and uh, she steals a car with her boobs. (laughs) I I mean, mean, that's, that's one way to do it. And she's like, oh, I love your car. And he's like, oh, I love your breast. Like, cool. Do you think she was going <laughs> to steal that car until he made that comment? I think she fully intended to steal the car. So it wasn't the comment that he's like, okay, this guy is... Although, you know what? <laughs> Not she's saying that whore. it's okay to make that comment. <laughs> but she literally just flashed his, uh, her breast to some random person. I mean, in fairness. And this whole episode, she's just talking about how she gave head to so and so and jerked oh, yeah. off so and so. So I, I don't gave think head that, to Clark Gable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's she she did. She definitely uses her womanly ways and uh, to get what she wants. For sure. But don't we all though? <laughs> I don't use my womanly ways. Oh, come on. (laughs) They just crash when I try that. Anyway. (laughs) But, uh, 
I'm just I'm just saying that this guy's not that much of a creep. Because what kind of response do you expect if you're going to flash your boobs to some random person you don't know? Right. Right. So I, 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 I feel like we can give this guy a pass. She was kind of a bitch. Yeah. Totally. And I don't. I don't think. Uh, well, I'm hoping this guy is like super rich. So losing a car over seeing some boobs is not too big of a deal. Because if this guy just used all of his fucking money just to buy this car, and he lost his car just because he got to see some boobs, that's not a great trade-off. No, not at all. I mean, boobs are great. Don't get me wrong, but... Yeah, but she doesn't even look like she has big boobs. No, they're probably... She's got, like, A, B cup. I think that's about it. I mean... Yeah, but we're not super picky sometimes. <laughs> we're seeing Good boobs. Boy. We're seeing boobs. <laughs> we can have preferences, but I don't think I don't think we're gonna be like, well, those aren't big enough. Drive on by. <laughs> That's only a B. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's only a B. Come back with me when they grow. <laughs> here's oh a God. here's a couple magic beans. Grow that shit. <laughs> Jack and the beans. Jane and the giant beans <laughs> or boobs, I guess. There probably is a porno like that, actually. Oh my god, there probably is. There's there definitely is. I'm sure there is. Uh <laughs> that's all I can think about now. <laughs> she like spits on it and she's like Yes, Jack. Grow your beanstalk. Uh, tell your stalker to go uh, see if this is a real thing. <laughs> I do a search. It'll be fine. He's <laughs> on with the show. Uh, right, so yeah, Reggie that. does it, huh? I said yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, so. Reggie uh, doesn't want to do uh, horseback riding. She didn't like it. She wants drums instead. Right. Um, we need to go set? back. We need to go back to the horseback riding thing, though. Because did you see where the dad touched the mom's leg? Oh. I, might I feel like that's a that. big deal. I feel like that's a big deal. Because yeah, they, like, they haven't, haven't been intimate in a while. He literally yeah. didn't want to go to the bathroom while she was in the shower or the bathtub that one yeah. time. So that is kind of a yeah. big deal for him. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Bit of a big deal. We'll see how that plays off. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, she gets a drum set. And then comes the big scene. George goes to a wedding. <laughs> and uh, she gets her first... She says her first kiss after dying, but I don't think she ever got kissed before. Did she ever mention getting kissed before? No. I mean, I think we, we have... I think that was her first kiss. Like... I think so, too. Romantically kissed. Obviously. Right. But I think that was her first kiss. Um, definitely her first kiss on the show. Mm-hmm. And her first kiss after being dead. And, uh... So when she got kissed and he, holy shit, jumps up on the pew and was like, everybody get out. You're all going to, 
Right. So what did you think about that? Well, (laughs) a couple different things. At first I was like, okay, he's like making her job a whole hell of a lot harder than it needs to be right now. That was thought number one. Thought number two was he's going to fall off here and die. And that's when she's going to like, actually, I kind of thought that Rube was going to be the one. You know, I thought, do it. did you like, I forgot what his last name was. So I didn't, I didn't right away think that he was the one that was going to die. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause when I saw the post-it note, I forgot what his last name was. Um, mm-hmm. I just remembered his first name was Ronnie. Yeah. So I thought that she was like Rube was legit pissed off at her and was uh gonna take over her reap. Yeah. And then no, I was I was wrong because he was her her post it. Mm-hmm. Although I'm kinda yeah. surprised he gave her his post it. With all the shit she's pulled, like mm-hmm. you know that she has some kind of weird ass stalker relationship with this kid. <laughs> Why would you be like, I want you to reap him now? Like, that would be rough for anyone. And the way she's handled things before, maybe she's just finally starting to get comfortable with being reaped. But I think even if you were comfortable with reaping now, to reap the guy that literally just gave you your first kiss, that would be rough for anyone. I think so. Unless you're into, like, some weird, like, sexual murder thing. (laughs) more learnings from drunk summer stalking cool sexual murder are you into sexual murder sexual murder (laughs) oh my goodness (laughs) okay so all the rest of the world it would be really fucking hard to and then kiss she gives them one last kiss and then mm-hmm. reap some. So yeah. that was kind of surprising. I mean, is that growth? <laughs> I feel like, is that reaping growth? I mean, and then she kind of like just it. tells them the truth before she reaps them. Like, yeah, no, I like not... that part, though. Yeah. Well, she knows he's about to die. Right. So, But that's what I liked about it. I liked that she was, like, he didn't, she didn't reap him without him knowing what was going on. Like, I think that he had that moment of clarity after she did it. And he was just like, okay, cool. Yep. This is what's going to happen. But I honestly thought that whole scene was going to go a whole lot different. Like I thought that it was going to be like some school shooter type thing when they all had to be there. Like all the Grim Reapers. I was like, why? So, yeah, I. It's interesting. There's a couple thoughts I had. One, I did like how she kind of got taken aback by him saying a beautiful death. Called her a beautiful death. So of course, death would take the form of a beautiful woman. And she's like, well, yeah. I'm not going to let that stop me here. And he's like, no, I'm not really death. She's like, well, Rube, your doctor, is that, that death? No, that's like middle management. <laughs> but you know. Yeah, I thought that was funny. You're going to have to go a little bit farther than Idaho. <laughs> Because, yeah. It's pretty funny. It was wild. And the thing that I was thinking about, which I found weird, is the fact that 
I found it weird that the Graveling, like how he dies, completely involves him being able to see the Gravelings. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't the Gravelings having some trick happen. The Graveling literally kind of pushes him off or scares mm-hmm. him enough where he falls. So That's what it, I thought too. It was kind of weird because it was all hinged, hinged on the fact that he could see the Gravelings. Mm-hmm. And then he just happens to kill the bride and groom too. That's gotta be a shitty wedding. Mm-hmm. And then you know mm-hmm. that that means that the the parents are stuck paying for a wedding of, <laughs> of uh, a wedding and a funeral. Their kids, yeah. There's a movie called that. <laughs> Is it four weddings no, and a funeral? Three weddings. Is it three funeral. weddings and a funeral? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is literally a <laughs> wedding. Well, I guess the funeral doesn't happen at the wedding. <laughs> it just causes a funeral that's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> also, the other thing I thought of, would that fall really kill all three of them? I don't think so. I don't think so either. There had I, This was kind of a shitty death, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel like it could have killed him, although part of me wonders if landing on them would break his fall. Right, that's what I thought. But I don't see how it killed them unless he just hit very sensitive spots or something on both of them. Right. And it wasn't that far of a drop. So that that was one thing that I did think about that was kind of weird is that I don't feel like maybe one of them, I don't feel like that should have killed all of them. Yeah, I agree. And part of me felt like that that they should have broke his fall and he Mm should have lived. Yep. But that's what it is, I guess. Landing on someone Mm -hmm. is enough to kill them. Depends on how big you are. <laughs> wasn't that big? No, he, wasn't, he was kind of a scrawny thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I felt that kind of weird that they all three died, but yeah, me too. I mean, I don't think that. I think the story was about her, his crush with George, and not their death. So I'm yeah. trying not to get too far into it, but stop got, digging, huh? <laughs> Hey, what's the point of having a podcast if we don't think about this kind of shit? Good point. Exactly. We gotta talk (laughs) about the stalkers that you like and (laughs) the people with uh, death fetishes. Uh, That's (laughs) that's the whole point, right? Absolutely. Sure, sure, sure. (laughs) And I think we've established that you're more fucked up just throwing that out there. I think we're just establishing who the messed up person here is. I feel like my therapist would agree. (laughs) (laughs) My therapist would disagree. (laughs) You're just better at hiding it. Fair enough. (laughs) And then we end the episode with uh, George getting a thank you. For the oh, whole yeah. drones. And then George giving it to the mom, giving it to Joy, saying, I love you. I thought that mm-hmm. was sweet. That was, that was, despite how we feel about Joy, that was sweet. 
was really was very sweet. sweet. Mm-hmm. So that's that's sweet shit. <laughs> yeah. So that's the episode. Um, so what did you think about uh, Reaping Madness? Um, I liked it. I feel like it was kind of just a filler episode, though, because we didn't really get to see much in ways of, like, the romantic interests and stuff like that, which I like. I feel like they could have developed that a little more before she had to reap him, if that makes you, sense. You, what you're saying is you would have preferred this to be more of a multiple arc in the show. Yeah. Okay. I, I can understand that. Um, <laughs> do you think the reaping madness makes sense? Oh, for sure. For sure? You like that name? Okay, yeah. I was just curious. I do, yeah. Um, so what was your favorite death? We know that you fantasize and uh, romanticize death. So what was, which, which death turned you on? <laughs> well. Well. I don't know. So we like, only got, well, technically we got one, two, three, four, five, five deaths if you count all three of them dying oh, at the wedding. Yeah. But then we got um, the wedding death, which I think definitely isn't my favorite because mm-mm. I was a. I still question whether that was now falling off of a window. Uh, that guy definitely dead. <laughs> I, I, I even question whether getting hit in the head with a shovel is enough to yeah. kill you. I don't think getting hit in the head with a shovel is enough to well, kill you. I think if you hit someone with the if the way you get hit is just right now certain point of your I'm pretty sure that could kill you it's a lot yeah, more just, plausible than falling off of uh, a balcony that's not that high right <laughs> and landing on two people I don't feel like they were like swinging that shovel hard enough to kill somebody though you know what I mean I, I agree with you so I so uh, so what you're saying is windowsill guy oh for sure the only one that definitely definitely died yeah <laughs> I mean, when it's your time, it's your time. But mm-hmm. I just, I question some of the, these deaths. They've had some oh. really interesting deaths and definitely mm-hmm. did not question whether they died. Um, yeah. But this one I question. I did mm-hmm. question. I did like this episode, though. I thought George yeah. f- finding someone that, that's trying to terribly flirt with her was very sweet. I liked it. It was. It was. Uh, who is your favorite character in this episode? Hmm. Probably Ronnie. That our first non Reaper? Yeah. I, it is. A, I don't know. We I we might have said Reggie once. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Excuse me. But I agree. I think Ronnie was probably the, my favorite character of the episode. Mm-hmm. Least favorite. Who is your least favorite character of this episode? Mm. Oh, whatever her name is. The new girl. Oh, the... I can't the, remember her name. Her trainee? No, no. The new reaper. Daisy. Daisy O'Dea? You just Daisy. did not support that whole uh, stealing a car with your boobs, huh? No, I mean, sure. 
but I just don't sure. like the way she acts. No power. <laughs> she's too. She's too whorish for me. She's just a go. little too whorish. Just a tad bit too much whoreness. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, she's funny though. <laughs> I find her entertaining, so I don't know if I can bring her as my my least favorite because she is that entertaining. Uh, another weird thing. This is our third episode in a row. No Roxy. That's what I was going to say. Like next. Roxy's not even there anymore. Yep. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, we got no Roxy in this episode again. She hasn't been mm-hmm. in the last two episodes. Yep. It kind of makes me want to Google. Huh? It kind of makes me want to Google why she's not in there. I'm not sure. <laughs> Does have a story for her, maybe? Or maybe she was. She had some kind of prior, but that's weird to have a character missing for that much this early. Like right. we're only on episode seven, three episodes. Right. She's not there. Maybe she accidentally hit someone with her car. I mean, perhaps you never know. Actually, we probably could know. We we know the other one because we googled it. But we googled it. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> weird. I just thought it was weird and didn't get Roxy again. Um, my least favorite character. Uh, this is a tough one. I feel like every character that was in the episode had their moment. Um, mm-hmm. We didn't get to see much of uh, Dolores Herbig. Or her big brown eyes. Her big brown eyes. I get. I think I'm going to go with the uh, her her mentor, her trainee. Uh, she was annoying. She kind of. Yeah. I mean, like when she started to undo her pants to show her the flowers. Yeah, I know. Yeah, let me show you my flowers. Look at the flowers. Yeah, Reminds that was, her of the Walking Dead. Right. I mean, she might have she might have died again if she would have seen it. I mean, I don't. George is already a little awkward around things mm-hmm. like that, so. Who the hell thinks it's a good idea to go to a fucking, your brand new job and like, let me pull down my pants so you can see my tattoos. Maybe wait to at least a week (laughs) before you do that. First office party, at least. First first office party. Wait till you have alcoholism as an excuse before you start pulling down your pants at work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, didn't, uh, didn't support her. Didn't like her. Uh, this, that scene would have been ten times different if her mentor was uh, a dude. <laughs> Just yeah. saying. Yep. And she might have out, out-horned Daisy O'Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I mean, I guess she was just trying to show off her flowers. Flowers. <laughs> her pussy willows. Pussy willows. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. They didn't say what flowers they were. Her hidden tulip. <laughs> I'm on my mind. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I thought it was a, 
a, a pretty decent episode. Um, confused. Where's Roxy? But I guess it could be just right. as simple as Roxy's not needed for the stories they've told so far. Yeah. And maybe okay. they just wanted, I mean, I, you could just argue that they didn't bring Roxy mainly because they wanted to keep the focus off of Betty's death or Betty's jump. And then mm-hmm. the last two episodes might be we want we didn't want to have Roxy take away from Daisy O'Dare. Yeah. And uh, you keep Mason there because Mason, you get you get some great scenes with Daisy shutting down Mason in both episodes. Yeah, that is beautiful. <laughs> That's my favorite part about Daisy. Like she's such a whore. She's such a slut, and then she's just like not Mason. <laughs> yeah. I ain't going down that route. <laughs> Not that being a slut is a bad thing. Let's just throw that out there. We're not trying to slut shame anyone. But call a spade a spade when it comes to Daisy O'Dare. We're pro stalkers. We're pro drug dealers. Pro drug dealers. Pro sluts. We have a great fan base. And, uh, so the what a great fan base. Yeah, we're, we're going to get a select group of people to listen to this <laughs> podcast. Well, they are pro uh pro stalkers. <laughs> pro death fetishes. Probably the most fucked up one. <laughs> it's just just say. <laughs> Pretty funny though. Huh? Yeah, pretty funny. I said it's pretty funny. Yeah. Funny, funny, right, funny, right. Funny, fucked up, both the F words. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, All right. It's always funny to me. Hold on. It's always funny to me that you type just like you talk. Because (laughs) the other day you messaged me something and then you were like, okay, cool, 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 cool. And I was like. Yeah, you know, I gotta anyway. get that. I mean, I, I can't really take full claim over that. That's just a thing off of Brooklyn Nine Nine. I love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I think I even gift that to you. Yep. I did. Cool, cool, cool. No doubt, no doubt. Cool, 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 cool. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Brooklyn Nine Nine, funny ass show. It just ended. Go watch it. It's mm-hmm. hilarious. Andy Samberg is hilarious. No, don't don't why, why Andy's a funny dude. You know what we're, gonna to, we're gonna have to agree to disagree on that one. Oh come on. You don't like the Lonely Island? No. You never you never uh never, never rocked out on Mother Lover? No. Dick in a box? I'll never forget that, but I was never into it. <laughs> the, gold, the golden roll? It's not gay when it's in a three-way, baby. <laughs> Tell your stalker that. <laughs> Tell my stalker that. You'd be like, hey, man, it's not gay when it's in a three-way. <laughs> not gay when it's in a three-way. I mean, it's the golden roll, man. <laughs> oh, my God. I love the Lonely Island. I think Andy Samberg's hilarious. I don't understand. He is hilarious. 
sometimes. I just oh. don't like his character, I guess. What do you mean, his character? For, for me, I just feel like that whole show is dry humor. Like, it just doesn't do it for me. Really? You didn't mm-hmm. like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, huh? No. I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I tried. I tried really hard to like it because Colin loves it. Like, he probably jerks off to it. He loves it so much. So, like, I tried. <laughs> I tried to like it, but it just wasn't working. <laughs> uh, I love Brooklyn. I love Andy Samberg in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I love, I love the captain, the gay captain. The captain is my favorite. I will yeah. tell you that much. He's great. I love when he's trying to sound cool and he doesn't know how to be cool because he's just... Story of my life. And then uh, Rosa. Rosa is fantastic. (laughs) I love Rosa. She's my spirit animal. (laughs) So anyways, now next is the Brooklyn Nine-Nine podcast. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ah. I, I thought the ending was fantastic. Not that I want, I don't want to give any spoilers, but I thought they picked the perfect type of episode to end it with. Yeah, good. for sure. It was good. It was good. So is there anything else you want to talk about with Dead Light? No. No. I'm excited. Okay, I did kind of peek ahead to see what was going to happen in the next episode. So I just read the, what is it, synopsis? Is that what it's called? Of the synopsis, yeah. The description. So, like, I'm kind of excited to see that one. Really? What was the synopsis? Rube becomes the cook at the diner. Oh, I remember that. Oh, yeah. yeah. uh, I'm excited about that one. Yep. (laughs) That's all you can say because of spoilers. Huh? I said that's all you can say because of spoilers. Yep. <laughs> yep. I, I think I even remember why he becomes the cook. Uh, I, I think it is pretty good. Huh? I'm excited for it. Yeah. Yeah. That will be fun. <laughs> I, I, I'm looking forward to it too now. <laughs> all right. Well, well that's at least next. we have something to look forward to. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Hopefully we can get back into routine of these. So that mm-hmm. will be exciting. Uh, it might be more Zoom calls, which, I mean, you get to see Drunk Summer's lovely face for all you stalkers out there. So, woohoo! <laughs> and my, my, my grandma sweater. Your grandma's sweater. Nice? My other world shirt. Oh, yeah. And the giant bags under my eyes from having children. <laughs> I mean, children. Yeah, they can do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I. It's been, it's been nice. Uh, my son, who he's three and he, half the time he doesn't want me ever. He always wants his brother or his sister. He never wants me except at night when he realizes Aww. he's alone in his bedroom. Actually, he's not even alone. He sleeps in the same bedroom as his sister. And mm-hmm. instead of crawling to her, he comes into my bedroom. He wants to sleep with daddy. Aww, I love so it. Sweet. It is. Sweet. Yeah. Today I was taking the kids home and 
They get very upset when it's time to go home. They don't want to go home. They want to stay with me, which I get. So my little girl didn't say a word to me the whole way home. It's an hour drive. And then we get to her house and she doesn't want to let go of me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I wish I could have the same, uh, same opinion on that one with, uh, I brought, I brought Remy home, uh, my son home and, uh, he gave my son a hug. And then he's like, no, I was like, are you going to give daddy a hug? Bye. It's like, bye. I love you. (laughs) He's like, bye. I got no hug. I am hugless at the end of the day. So sorry. But at least he wanted to sleep with me. So there's that. Yeah, there's that. He got scared. He doesn't like, he gets scared in his bedroom. Which I don't like that he's scared, don't get me wrong. But the fact that, you know, this kid never wants to be with, uh, sometimes I don't get hugs. Sometimes I do. But Mm -hmm. most of the time he wants his siblings. It was nice that he wants me at night. So the only time it's hard being a parent. Yeah. (laughs) Do not recommend. (laughs) Don't recommend another service announcement from summer. (laughs) Like stalkers. Cool. Drug dealers. We love that. Don't be a parent. Don't be a parent. That's where we draw the line. (laughs) No parents, no parents. You want to end this world. No more like children of men out in this shit. <laughs> that's right, right? Yeah. That's, the, that's the movie where nobody could have kids, right? I think so. I think that was it. I don't know. It was a good movie, if I remember right. <laughs> it's a good book. Good book? I, haven't watched, I didn't read the book, but I, I watched the movie. The movie was good. You kids these days. <laughs> I used to read all the time. I used to love to read. I even read Twilight because I used to read so much. And my sister, who don't read shit, actually read Twilight. And I'm like, well, my sister actually read this. I guess I'll give it a shot. I even read three of them. And I was like, what the fuck am I reading? Why am I still reading this shit? Then I watched I the movie like- and got upset. Not because I liked the book, but it, the movie made it dumber <laughs> mm-hmm. I read the first chapter of the first book and I was like no never mind I, just got, I got so damn annoyed with the freaking movie after reading the book because I was like because in the movie uh, Edward's like you want to know why I'm a vi- vampire or why I can't be in the daytime sparkles <laughs> mm-hmm. in the book she like begs them through the whole damn book why can't you be in sunlight? Why can't you do this? Why can't you do this? She's like very curious in the book. In the movie, she don't give a fuck. And well, it's Kristen Stewart. What do you expect? Yeah, she only knows right? one emotion. Yeah. <laughs> <Her. She, laughs> yeah, she does not give a fuck. And he's like, you want to know why? No, I didn't ask you shit. Well, let me show you sparkles. <laughs> But anyways, I mean, the book's not really that good either, but I just, I still had to complain that the movie did some dumbass shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I watched it. I don't know why I read it. Oh, I know why I read it. I read it because my sister was into it. 
And yeah. sometimes I feel like it's good to watch things that you don't like so you have a proper understanding of why you don't like it. Yes. It's not just simply, this shit is stupid because everybody says Twilight is stupid. No, I watched it and I can tell you specifically why this fucking shit is stupid. That's why I watch CNN and then do my research. <laughs> <laughs> know your enemy, okay? That's that's yes. that's the lesson to learn is know what you don't like. Mm-hmm. Because it's stupid. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> Star. Maybe I'll put that on the screen. There you <laughs> on go. On the YouTube video. <laughs> Haven't done any graphics. Let me put a star real quick. The more you know. That's probably copyright infringement. Never mind. I'm not doing probably. that shit. <laughs> probably. So I do want to tell you this because I thought it was amusing and you would think it was amusing as well. When I was going down to Delaware from Ohio, it was so funny because I was moving a lesbian couple and we're going through Pennsylvania and there's this huge sign that says, um, no God, K-N-O-W. No God. No God. Like no as in to know God. And then it said no lesbians or no gays and O gays and no Biden. And I was like, okay. And then I go down a little further and there's this huge billboard with Biden dressed as like an Afghani soldier. And it says, make the Taliban great again. And I was like, what the fuck? And then we get right to Delaware and there's this huge billboard of Biden with a swastika on his forehead. And I was like, what the hell is going on here? So they are very anti-Biden, anti-gays, and you have to love God to, like, live in Pennsylvania, I guess. Apparently. I saw... But I w- oh, go ahead. go ahead. I just thought it was funny. I was like, man, Stephen would love this. <laughs> I saw... I saw in this group uh, somebody posted a uh, uh, screenshot of somebody else. There's this guy, I forget what his first name is, like Dustin Screwbiden, it was his name. And uh, spelled uh, S-K-R-E-W Biden, like his last name was Screwbiden. And like this guy like go- goes on there and is talking about how I just spoke with the Lord. <laughs> And he's like, and he told me that the the, the, the Democrats, the liberals are, are, are terrorists and that, that they're just evil. And he's going to essentially smite them down. And uh, he was like, he's essentially saying that, you know, being Republican is the righteous way and that mm-hmm. all liberals are, are, are fucking uh, evil. And and God is, has spoken on to him. And I'm just thinking about this. And I'm like, yes. I'm sure God was like, you know what? Out of all the people in the world, I'm going to talk to Joe Screwbiden. <laughs> it's like, and the Lord said upon Joe Screwbiden, <laughs> Prophet Joe Screwbiden. This is the book of right. Screwbiden. <laughs> huh? 
From the book of Joe Screw Biden. <laughs> First Screw Biden, chapter two, verse seven. It's, it's just got to be Screw Biden because, you know, they only. They do only do the first or last names on those. Screw Biden three sixteen. That's funny. <laughs> Anyways, I'm not a big fan of Biden either, but holy crap! Yeah, I was I just, like, wow. I just can't believe someone who has their name as Screw Biden as their last name uh, is trying to say that the Lord spoke upon him. <laughs> Is this what the prophets are like in 2021? <laughs> like, seriously? We don't get burning bushes anymore. <laughs> we it's get like, screw Biden. There's prophet screw Biden. I have the, uh, the apostle, the apostle Trump one 84. <laughs> and of course, obviously the, uh, the prophet David Duke. <laughs> For those that don't know, he's the leader of the KKK or was at one time, Grandmaster, anyways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. Crazy stuff. Anyways, uh, sorry. I, I, I would apologize for us getting political, but it's not the first fucking time. <laughs> so, let's be honest, okay? Sorry, all you people that hate the gays. <laughs> we love them. We fully support the gays. We support the gays on this podcast. We do. Yes. We believe that they deserve to be as miserable as the rest of us in a relationship. Love (laughs) who you want to love. Unless you're part of NAMBLA. Fuck those guys. (laughs) Fuck NAMBLA. But we support the gays. We do. Not the same thing. People need to stop thinking that shit. I completely agree with you. Well, I'm going to have to go. because I mean, we're pretty much done anyways. We've been ranting for the last 15, 20 minutes, however long. As usual. As as usual. Not surprising. (laughs) But all right. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, Would you like to plug anything? Do you have any? Have you made any? uh, Nope. Nope. She did not. Let's, Let's just move along from here you can find me I promise soon sure 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 she's been busy moving guys okay I'm not judging you shouldn't judge stop judging hey judging McJudgerson don't be judging you can find me however on Dragon Blazer Productions on the Facebooks the Instagrams the YouTubes and uh, you can find me on Twitter at Dragon Blazer Pro uh, thank you for listening. And uh... one last thing. One last thing. Oh, oh, sorry. Good night, Who Day ninety eight. Good. Oh. <laughs> oh wow, you just made his day. Drunk summer. <laughs> Are you drunk though? You might have just ruined everything by being sober summer. Nope. Okay, slightly tipsy summer. <laughs> yep. Actually, based on this episode, she's definitely drunk summer. Anyway. So thank you for listening. Uh, Drunk Like Me, Dead Like Me rewatch. Salute. Salute. Clink, clink, clink. We're not. We're we're on a Zoom call. We can't really clink. But, you know. Salute. Salute.